and welcome to Sassy Nation on this most awesomest Tuesday, the 31st of May, 2022, on the morning after where the fucking New York Rangers are going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Here we go. Here we go. Here the fuck we go. You know, and all those sad, sad people on ESPN and NHL, NHL Network that seem so um, deflated this morning. Fuck you. Because you know what? I'm so sick of ESPN and NHL Network not giving our boys the respect that they deserve. Um, you know, oh, well, they, pay, they had to play against two backup goalies. And, you know, they, you know, they never really played against, like, you know, their premier goalie. Um, the rest of the team for the New York Rangers had to fucking show up, didn't they? Didn't they have to show up? Enough with the disrespect. Enough. They are fucking, they are playing now against the Stanley Cup champions, the two-time in a row Stanley Cup champion, Tampa Bay Lightning. Enough. Enough with the disrespect. And can we get the games on TNT? I think I like the TNT guys better than ESPN guys. And ESPN, um, hello, I wanted to see Tony D'Angelo's dejection little face, his little fucking little face having to handshake his former teammates. Thanks for pulling away from that. Like, oh my God. I still cannot believe Philip Kittle's goal. That, that goal and the Chris Kreider breakaway goal. Um, and then of course, Strom. I mean, my God, Strom. I, you could tell when he scored that goal how that freaking ass felt for him. Um, the, and you know what? If you first don't succeed, try try again. Cold goalie, right in there. He made the first what? He made the first save against Strom. The second one. Sorry, <laughs> I just was so happy for Strom. He deserved that so hard. He's been playing so hard. And some of you fans on, on Twitter, you guys are just way too hard on him. You're just way too hard. You're way too hard on a lot of players. I mean, after game five, I thought everybody was like, you know, freaking out. Oh, we got to trade this guy. We're not going to resign this guy. This guy sucks. This guy, uh, please, you're not New York Jets fans. You know, don't start acting like that, please. Please, for the love of God, don't act like Jets fans. How awesome did they play? They did what I hoped that they would do last night. They repeated game six. I mean, you had Adam Fox pretty much on the rush on the power play score in that goal. That was a rush goal. That was awesome. That was an awesome setup. Cop, what a great, what a great job the cop did on that goal. Uh, Laffy did on that goal with the backhand pass to, to Fox, and Fox shot it. I mean, that was awesome. And the first goal of the game was so crucial because it made the Rangers then not have, not that they were going to panic, but then it helped the Rangers play their style of hockey. And already you can tell the Canes were feeling pressure, were feeling stressed, were kind of in panic mode because then they took another penalty right after that 
and the, then of course, you know, the Chris Kreider deflection goal, which was awesome. That shot that Mika has, holy shit. I'm so happy that Chris Kreider threw away that iPod, iPod, that iPad, because you don't, you don't want to second guess your shot, Mika, ever. Never second guess anything you do. You are fucking awesome. Holy shit. I was like, oh my God. Imagine if he looked at that, if he looked at that iPad and he started second guessing himself. You never want to second guess yourself. Um, Truba again. Here comes the choo-choo train. <laughs> what a hit. And why was he looking down? Why was Jarvis looking down? Uh, hello? I hope he's okay. You never want anybody to get hurt. And then Ronta, even though he's not, you know, on my team, you know, that looks so painful. And I hope to God he's okay. You never, you never like it when any player gets hurt. But um, hello, where was the boarding call on Ryan Lindgren when he got, you know, thrown literally into the fucking boards? But man, oh man, oh man, what can you say about Ryan fucking Lindgren? Swagger, grit. Um, he is just, he is the actual definition of no quit. Like, you saw him coming out, and everybody was like, oh, I hope he's going to come back in, and blah, 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 and, you know, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> and I'm like, how awesome is he? Um, guts for Ryan Lindgren. Swagger. He, he's, he's my sexy beast. Mm-mm-mm. He's a sexy beast. I'll just tell you that much. Holy, like, I, you know, he just shows you that he wants to win. It's amazing. It's amazing. And they're all resilient. Every single player on this team is resilient. Backs against the wall five times. Coming back, um, especially against Pittsburgh, three games to one. Coming back in each game and down in each of those games, by the way. By the way, to all you morons out there that can't give the Rangers respect. They were down 2-1, to one, I think, or 2-0, two 2-1, zero, two to one, then I think 3-1. to one, And they came back and they won every one of those games. Played the most horrible game, the, the horrendous game in game five. Everybody was calling them out. Thinking that they were going, oh, well, we'll see if they're tired and flat in game six. Came out blazing in game six. And again, blazing last night. What else can you say? And I love what Ryan Callahan tweeted about uh, Lindgren. He calls him Ryan Giardi Lindgren. (laughs) And he's right. He is. He. He is. He's right. Um. How can anybody not love this team? How can not nobody not love this team? Um, So I'm just looking at some tweets. Let me see if I can find some good tweets. We'll read. We'll read some tweets. How's that? I mean, Ryan Lindgren, he's invincible, he's unbreakable, he's unstoppable. He, they knock him down, he gets back up again. Uh, what else can you say about Ryan Lindgren? There's really nothing else really to say. And then and Barclay coming back after having a broken ankle. Um, 
believe he was out for three weeks. Uh, spark plug, game six, spark plug. Rangers need a little spark plug because they were flat in game five. Barclay came and gave them a little spark and poof. Are we, gonna, are we Is Sammy coming back now? That's all I got to say. Sammy coming back? I mean, holy crap. The goaltending matchup is going to be awesome. And oh, by the way, I loved how um, Igor said hello to the guys, to the Canes fans behind the net at the end of the game. <laughs> like, you know, probably heckling him all night. Um, but here's the difference. So I don't want to, like, you know, criticize, uh, you know, Maloney. Um on the Rangers broadcast, but saying that like all oh, both teams in their you know pre-morning skate look loose. No, no, you can you ha I have pictures from both. Okay, the Rangers look loose. They look loose. They look like you know they were having fun. They weren't taking it too serious. They were just having fun out there. The Canes looked stressed, panicked, like like all the pressure was on them to win. Game seven, because it's their home ice. They got to win. They have this record of blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Here's the thing. And I tell this to like my, my girls when we, we go to competitions. If you don't know them, a cheerleading coach and choreographer and, and fun, fun, fun stuff, right? Um, I tell my teams every time we compete, staying loose is always the key to success. When you overthink and you panic, you lose each and every single time. When you start panicking before, you know, before a game or before a competition, you're going to lose. When you overthink things, like, you know, when Mika went to go get the iPad, you're going you're gonna to lose each and every single time because you're going to second guess yourself. Never do that. that that's, what, that's a loser mentality. You want a winner mentality. And the winner mentality is to staying loose and to just go with the flow and to, to rely on your talent and ability. And the Rangers have that. They also have a family atmosphere, a brotherhood, which if you notice between the 94 team and this team, they got the same exact chemistry. The 2014-2015 team, I didn't really feel that they had that special zing to it, you know, that special spark. This team's got that spark. And here in New York, when you fucking win in New York, <laughs> you're a legend. Your names will be engraved forever together. Nobody can, nobody, nobody on NHL Network or ESPN or TNT or anybody that doubts you can take that away from you. We haven't had a winning um, sports team here in New York since last the New York Giants in 2011, when they beat the uh, Patriots in the Super Bowl. Think about that. Like, no New York team has won. The Mets haven't won, obviously, since 86. The Yankees haven't won since 2009. The Knicks haven't won since, I believe, 73. Uh, they should have won in 94, but that's a whole different story. Um, the Islanders have won since the 80s. We, we don't really fucking care about the Islanders, so, but I'm just going to mention that, you know, for New York's sake. But, you know, fuck them. Um, we, the Rangers obviously haven't won since 94. Um, what am I missing? 
Not, and I don't, sorry, but not sorry, I don't count soccer. Um, we'd not have had, and the New York Giants haven't won since 11, and we know the New York Jets haven't even been in the fucking playoffs since 2010. I'm telling you. I'm telling you now. This team gives me 94 vibes. This team gives me 2008 New York Giant vibes. This team gives me Yankees vibes from the 96 team and the 98 team. Those are the vibes I get with this team. And I fucking love this team. This team, who, who, who cannot, how can you not love this team? I, just, I don't know anybody that can say that they don't love this team. If you're a fan of this team, which you should be a fan of this team, holy Moses. You know, they got guts. They got, of course, you know, the kid line, which I'm not going to call you guys kids anymore. Sorry. So the young guns line. You got, you know, from Lindgren to, you know, to Goodrow, to Igor, to Crides, to Mika, to Fox, to Bread. To Philip Keitel, who's showing you what a great talent he is. And showing all fans, you got to be patient with your young guys. They develop when they develop. Not when you want them to develop. We, I've been through this, I don't know how many times in this podcast about, you know, developing a players. You gotta let the players just develop at their pace. It goes for every fucking sport. You know, this team's going places. And I can't wait. I will be there on Friday. I will be at the Rangers game on Friday night. I am so thrilled. I'm so excited. Um, if you want tickets, you better get them now because, well, they're all gone and four prices go up. Now is the best time to buy the tickets, by the way. So what's my prediction? You know what? I don't make predictions. I just go by feeling, and I'm telling you now, it wouldn't surprise me if this series went 7-2. It wouldn't surprise me. Now, I would have to look up the stats. But I would have to look up the stat because I don't know off the top of my head if the Rangers would be the only team to have to play seven games in each series to win the Stanley Cup because I feel that's what they're going to do. Each series is going to go seven games. I know, I know. Like my heart yesterday, I don't know. Holy, holy crap. Holy freaking crap. That's all I can say. <laughs> Thank God it didn't go to overtime last night. I don't know if I could have handled that one either. But way to go, guys. I'm so proud of you. And yes, I did write on Twitter to most of them, whoever I can find on Twitter, because sometimes I can't find all the players' uh, Twitter handles. But y'all, I will buy you drinks. Drinks on me, boys. You guys deserve that. You guys deserve right now to be the toast of the town. I know we haven't made it all the way yet, but you know what? Who cares? You celebrate every single little moment. You celebrate every moment and every moment becomes a memory. And that's how you also win. By, you know, celebrating little moments and then celebrating the big moments because little moments then become big moments. 
and drinks Remy. And I don't know what I will buy. I don't know what I will get Ryan Lindgren, but I want to buy him something. I want to get him something. Oh my God, that that guy, holy Moses. Um, I did write in my in my blog, by the way, because you know that I write about, well, if you don't know, now you know, about dating and relationships. And then I throw in social media with, with athletes um, and, and their lovely <clears throat> ways that they date, especially NFL players in general. Um, people, if you read my blog, you know how I feel about NFL players. I would never, ever date an NFL player, ever, ever. That or a basketball player or, or either a baseball player. Uh, the, well, baseball players are boring. Um, <laughs> boring. Um, I mean, I love baseball, don't get me wrong, but the players today are not the same as they were back in like, you know, the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, they're more um, self-conceited, I'll put it that way. But if I were to date an athlete, the first athlete I would want to fucking date is Ryan Lindgren. The only date, you know what? The only fucking athlete I would ever want to date is Ryan Lindgren. Can we just clone him? You know, he puts his team first over himself. He he was hurt yesterday. He he went out for what, 10 minutes, came back. Then he's blocking shots. He's hurt already. Now let me just throw my body here. All right. Lock shots. I mean, that just shows me all I need to know about him. His character. Um, what he brings to the table, how supportive he is, how loyal he is, how much fun he is, too. I mean, you see him laughing and, and goofing with uh, some of the players and his teammates. That's the kind of guy you want to date. That's the kind of guy you want to be with. Mm, well, I'm just saying. Just putting out there and saying it. If he lets me buy him a drink, yeah, we can have a conversation. <laughs> we can have a conversation. Anywho, so we'll see Wednesday what the boys bring to the table. I don't want to hear, well, they look tired. I think it favors the Rangers in game one because the Lightning have been sitting at home for nine fucking days, not playing, only practicing and having maybe a light skate. Yeah, you know, some of their guys were injured and their guys come back, but the Rangers are in a groove. And when you're in the playoffs, you want to be in a groove. You don't want to be, you know, resting for over nine, 10 days and then having to play 60 minutes. It takes a little while for you to get back into your groove. So I would hope that the Rangers would pounce on that in the first period on Wednesday. Pounce, pounce, pounce. Fly, you know, play your style game of hockey. That's all you got to do. Four check, back check, power play, power kill. Power play kill, the PK is awesome. Igor, brick wall. And he'd stand on his fucking head if he had to. I mean, my God. Take advantage of the lightning having nine fucking days off. You guys got to come out there blazing, skating hard, playing hard, playing smart. Get yourself on the power play in the first five minutes of the game. Work the goalie. He's been sitting there for nine days, boys. Come on. Let's do this. Let's do this. You guys got this. Why not us? Why not us? That's all you got to think in your head. Why not us? We deserve it. We've earned it. 
Now let's go out there and let's make it happen. So we'll talk on Friday. The recordings of a fangirl. Hashtag sarcasm. That's Friday. Um, I, I will do my regular podcast show on Friday, even though I'm going to the game on Friday. And then I will do a recap of Friday's game Saturday. At least I will try to on Saturday at some point. Because then they're off to Tampa for games three and four. Let's go, boys. You guys got this. I believe in you. I know you can do this. Let's make it happen. See you all Friday.